Prospect Girl podcast, we review urinary tract infections, what I'll call UTIs from now on, caused by candida in dogs and cats. You may recall that candida species are fungal organisms that form either small yeast or pseudohyphae. While typically considered a commensal organism, candida can cause disease when normal host defenses fail. Have any of you ever received that surprise urinalysis report with yeast organisms identified? How do you approach this differently than a bacterial UTI? Well, Reagan and all wanted to evaluate this in a study entitled Risk Factors for Candida Urinary Tract Infections in Dogs and Cats. In this retrospective study, the authors investigated potential risk factors for candiduria in dogs and cats by reviewing medical records of patients with a urine culture positive for candida. The authors included patients from the UC Davis Veterinary Medical Teaching Hospital that had the candida infections of the urine between 2000 and 2017. They recorded the patient's signalment, body weight, medication history, and or surgeries performed from the month prior to presentation, concurrent medical conditions, hospitalization status, and whether a urinary catheter was placed in the month prior to presentation. The investigators had two sets of dogs that served as temporarily matched controls for each dog with candiduria. One set of controls were dogs that had a positive bacterial urine culture, and the second set of controls were dogs with cytologically diagnosed cutaneous malassezia infections. The reason that the authors included this second control group was to determine risk factors that were specific to candida, as opposed to a risk factor for any old opportunistic yeast infection. The urine samples for the first set of controls were collected via cystocentesis. For both sets of controls, the dogs were selected by identifying two dogs that met the criteria, in other words, positive bacterial urine culture or positive malassezia skin cytology, immediately before and after the samples were submitted for the dog with candiduria. In cats, however, they only used the bacterial urine culture control group due to the low number of cats with cutaneous malassezia. These temporal control groups were used to help the investigators identify risk factors for candiduria. So, what did the authors find? Well, let's first start with the dogs. In the 17-year time period, a total of 18 dogs with candiduria were included. Not a lot. These dogs did not have a suspected systemic infection, and three types of candida species were identified. Of the 18 dogs, both ages and weights ranged substantially, from 1 to 14 years of age, and from 2.4 to 83 kigs. The breeds included four mixed-breed dogs, three German Shepherd dogs, two Dachshunds, and a variety of other breeds represented by one dog each. The population was a 50-50 mix of males and females. The authors also investigated antimicrobial history, immunosuppressive status, and histories of other urinary tract disorders. Interestingly, 83% of dogs had antibacterial drugs administered within the month prior to diagnosis with half of the dogs having two or more antibiotics given within that time period. Additionally, just over half of the dogs were immunosuppressed, either from immunosuppressive therapy in nine dogs or uncontrolled Cushing's disease in one dog. Finally, lower urinary tract disease or urinary catheter placement was recorded in the history of one-third of dogs. Types of urinary tract disease included cystotomy tubes secondary to atonic bladders from neurodegenerative disease or obstructive prostatic cysts, urethral avulsion, secondary to trauma, and urinary catheterization for a variety of causes. Approximately 40% of dogs were hospitalized at the time of diagnosis, with the time of hospitalization ranging from 1 to 26 days, with a mean of 11 days. 
one dog was diagnosed with diabetes mellitus. In terms of control groups, recall that for dogs, there was both a bacteriuria group and a cutaneous malassezia control group, each consisting of 72 dogs. Antibacterial history was significantly associated with candidurea when compared to either control group, and use of two or more antimicrobials was a separate risk factor when compared to the bacteriuria group. No risk association was found for breed, diabetes mellitus, lower urinary tract procedures, or hospitalization. However, immunosuppressive therapies were a significant risk factor for candidurea, but only when compared to the malassezia group. What about the cats in this study? The authors identified eight cats that were recruited into the study, represented by four species of candida. The majority of cats were domestic shorthairs with ages ranging from 2 to 16 years old. Unlike dogs, the majority of candidurea, 6 out of 8, were male. Half of the affected cats had diabetes mellitus, and half of the cats also had lower urinary tract conditions, including a urethral avulsion secondary to history, perineal urethrostomies, and a bladder rupture secondary to a urethral obstruction. Much like our dogs, there was quite a bit of antimicrobials in the candidurea kitten's histories. In the past month, seven of the eight cats received antibacterial drugs, and one of the cats had a combination of two antibacterial drugs. Half of the cats had received immunosuppressive medications. Now, remember that the cats only had the bacteriuria control group, which included 32 cats. The investigators identified two potential risk factors for candidurea as compared to these controls. As expected, antimicrobial administration in the last 30 days was one, and lower urinary tract disease or intervention was the other. Diabetes mellitus, hospitalization, and immunosuppressive medications were not significantly different between groups. The authors discussed a variety of limitations of this study, including the small number of animals, the use of a single institution for case recruitment, and the retrospective nature of this study. So, what can we take away from this Vectoral podcast? Well, according to these findings, administration of antibiotics within 30 days is a risk factor for candidurea in both dogs and cats, likely due to the impact that antibiotics have on gastrointestinal and urogenital microbiomes. In dogs, immunosuppression was an additional risk factor, and in cats, lower urinary tract disease or catheterization were additional risk factors. While this study does not focus on treatment or prognosis, it's important to note that these risk factors exist, and it may help provide a better understanding of what is happening with your patient. Hopefully, prospective and multi-center studies will be performed to help us further understand candidurea moving forward. However, in the meantime, don't panic if you see those yeasts in your urinalysis. Take a breath, perform a fungal culture, and check to see if your patient may have one of these risk factors. 